Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Rigore, the Italian football podcast. I'm Marco Rinaldi. And I'm Giancarlo Rinaldi. Uh, and welcome to the podcast that I like to think of as a sort of live therapy session for the depression of being a Venezia fan. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll hold off on that therapy uh, just now. And we will start off with the, the Scudetto race, which is going to go right to the final game of the season. Um, obviously, Milan played earlier in the day. They got their victory, uh, some good goals in that game. And then Inter had a, I suppose it was a bit more of a harder fought victory against Cagliari. But um, yeah, it puts it all into the last game of the season. What what did you think of it and wh- how do you think it's positioned now? Well, it's intriguing. You know, I mean, I, we're always, I think in Italy, we're so used to teams that don't have anything left to play for doing nothing. So, you know, on that basis, you'd think it's really a formality for Milan to win. But we have seen a few times in, in more recent times teams not taking that attitude. I mean, even, you know, Empoli holding up Salernitana at the weekend yeah. showed that, you know, sometimes I'm, not I'm, well I'm enough, mid- yeah. yeah, no, no, not well <laughs> enough for you, but you know, there's it shows at least that sometimes mid table teams were uh, you know, can put up a fight. I thought I thought Milan were deadly dull for 45 mm. minutes really you know and it was a bit like we'll wait and see what happens or we're too scared to go and win this game but as soon as it opened up and that man Leao again and then you yeah. know Theo Hernandez don't know it reminded me a bit of if you remember George Weah's goal yeah, for, was, for Milan many similar, yeah. many moons ago just went on a on a maddie as we call it in Scotland didn't he <laughs> and then finished it off beautiful left foot I mean he's got that in his team I've seen some People sort of criticising purely for that sort of tactic, where you know, it's, it's like we 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 sort of hammer Allegri at Juventus for playing negatively, and then purely plays on the break. But I don't think I don't think that's a fair criticism, really, because I think that the reason Allegri gets criticised is because he's got a squad at his disposal yeah. that should play better. Whereas I think Pioli deserves a lot of credit for you know, with much lesser resources in um, putting together a team that looks like it could get the Scudetto. So they got the job done and then, you know, it was a lovely long afternoon of, of Calcio Inter. You're right, they did they did make it sweat a bit. Although I thought Cagliari looked terrible for 45 yeah. minutes, an hour maybe as well. And, it you know, it looked like a formality. And when Lautaro is in, we've discussed this before, he's in great form just now. You give him half a chance, it's a goal. Took a nice goal just uh, just on side, but you know finished it off lovely, uh, and and the only their, their squeaky bum time really came with a a cracking strike from yeah. Nico Giannis that then then Inter did look shaky, you know they did look nervous and and Cagliari did look like a team finally that was fighting for its life, but you know in in the end Inter just had too much for them and and you know an exquisite finish to to send it down to the wire for for the neutral. That's what everyone was wanting, really, was you know to have a, a final day, a final day showdown, and uh, you know it's hard to it's hard to call, as I say, you know, on, on the old cynical Serie A fan in me says of uh, you know it's it's Milan, but I think Sassuolo are a bit of a madcap team, really, yeah, and, you know, are, and, yeah. and I don't know that they'll, I don't know that they and their manager will fall quite into the, you know, the rollover, and you know. Lose an early goal and that set the you know the 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 games the games a bogey sort of sort of thing you know so it'd be be interesting to see. No, Inter Inter definitely have the the easier game I would say um, 
against Sampdoria, who, uh, who have nothing to play for um, again, but they're at home, I suppose. But, yeah, you just feel that momentum is with Milan. But like you say, Sassuolo aren't an easy team. Uh, if they're... if, if if the mood takes them, then they can give any of the big boys a, a game. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in that one. I think, especially with the games being played at the same time, if Inter were to score early and that filters through, then that creates its own pressure. Um, so, yeah, it'll be it, it's an exciting end to the season anyway. It is, it is, and we haven't had one for, I think it's 12 years or something. I've just yeah. seen, so 2010, you know, we've watched kind of a procession of UV wins and a couple of others. So it's, uh, as I say, for the neutral and for for television companies that bought the rights, it's uh, it's a cracking finale. And it's not the only um, cracking finale that we're, no. that we're going to get. Exactly. No, absolutely not. Um, but before, before we look at these other exciting final weekend games, we should pay tribute, of course, to uh, Napoli obviously didn't you know they challenged for a long part of the season, but then fell away at the end. But today was uh, the last game uh, at home for Lorenzo Insigne. Um, obviously, a very emotional uh, game for him, and he, he did manage to score from the penalty spot. Um, what do you think his legacy is at Napoli? Because you know he's, he's been there for years. He's been a son of the city and the club, but he unfortunately didn't manage to to bring that. That's good to do them. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's a shame, you know. I think he did everything but deliver this mm-hmm. good to really. You know, he's a great player for them. It, it had its highs and lows. The relationship, I think. I think you know the, the expectation of a hometown player is always higher, and I think he would see himself. You know, they did have their their fallings out, and I can certainly remember games where he didn't enjoy the massive outpouring of love that he got today, mm-hmm. even. Even I think from the referee to let him take the penalty a second time to ensure that he to ensure yeah. that he scored on the on his final game. You know that was a nice. I thought that was a nice touch for anyone that didn't see it. He hit. He got a penalty. This this now moves him to second place all time in the uh, ahead of Marek Hamsik in in the Napoli all time scorers charts. Got the penalty. Hit the post. They actually scored from the, the Di Lorenzo. I think scored from the rebound, mm-hmm. but then. Uh, amazingly, they spotted some encroachment, which I mean, there was encroachment, but then I think, you know, we could probably watch every penalty ever taken and there would, yeah. would be some, but it was called back and this time the, you know, the, the love story got its fitting and proper ending. I mean, he's been a great player for Napoli. I think, you know, as I say, there are some Napoli fans who think he doesn't show up in the big games and, you know, that was often a criticism when he played for Italy as well, but I, mm-hmm. I think he silenced that a bit in the summer. He had a great Euros, although we obviously we know that the, the sort of the follow up to that wasn't such a wasn't such a happy story. But yeah, we'll not go back to that. There was for those who've missed it, go back and listen to the most depressing episode of, <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. of the Rigori podcast. That really was terrible. Yeah, that <laughs> absolutely was. But you know, he, he stands there, you know, not not on the step with with Maradona, but you know, a step down from that in the in the all time greats that Napoli four hundred and thirty three games, you know, over a mm. hundred goals for a you know, not a not a centre forward. Um and you know, some in full flight, 
still, I mean, that's what's a bit heartbreaking from a neutral point of view is that, you know, he's still got a lot to offer to football. And that, that's no, you know, that's no slight on MLS. And, you know, good, good luck to him. He might, he, he might get a couple of kicks off Giorgio Chiellini um, when he's out <laughs> yeah, there exactly. from all the, if all the rumours are, are true, you know, so, so no, no slight to that to say that that's, but just more a, more a sad note for Serie A that, you know, it can't keep, yeah. you know, for, for wages. Um, apparently being the issue anyway, you know, he, he he won't be staying in Italy, which is a shame. Although, he, he, you know, there are those that say he was kind of pushed out by De Laurentiis, the Napoli president as well, um, who presented him with a ridiculously oversized trophy today. But um, it, an interesting side note that I saw on Twitter, all the Napoli fans were saying that they were, you know, there were obviously some protests against De Laurentiis in the stadium, but um, he was obviously ready for them because when they started, whistles started uh, being played from all the loudspeakers in the stadium. <laughs> and there's actually video clips of this happening. So I think it is. it, is, it did actually happen. Genius. That's genius. That's the Kim Jong-un approach to football presidency. was yeah, exactly. so suppressing. And obviously the, the fans were, were did not agree with the protests against the president because they, they whistled <laughs> they whistled so exactly, loudly yeah. that it was that it came through loudspeakers. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you, you wouldn't in the great history of idiosyncratic football presidents in Italy. It wouldn't it wouldn't go down as the most lunatic thing that any of them's done by by quite a long distance. So no. you know it's a it is a shame that it that it came to that. But uh, you know I, I, as I say from a footballing point of view, sad to see and seeing you go and, and nice that he nice that he got a goal to to crown it with and a and a good win. Just a shame it, it couldn't bring that that third scudetto. Yeah, and then looking at one of the other uh, sort of races, um, the mid-table race, I suppose, the European race, uh, going down to the wire as well. Now, obviously, Atalanta um, effectively suffered a knockout blow today, <clears throat> almost really, when they lost to Milan. Um, and my team, Venezia, despite being relegated, actually did your boys Fiorentina a big favour with our performance in Roma I, I say that the 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 woodwork also did you a big favor because Roma had 45 shots hit the post and bar three times or something so it it was a, a bit of a one-sided one-all draw but you know it's it's helped you well, it was anyway. most it was a most welcome it was a most welcome treat really you know as I say although I think we didn't obviously because we record on a Sunday night we didn't get a chance to measure Fiorentina did themselves a big favor on, yeah. on the Monday night by beating Roma with with Courtesy of the dodgy penalty of the week, you know, hands yeah. hands up. Nico Gonzalez didn't appear to have much uh, contact with him in the in the penalty box, but we got the the VAR penalty. I did I did enjoy in in Venezia's game the VAR booting the booting the groin that, that got you. I'm not sure, your man. No, no, I'm not sure. Answer. He was maybe just not fancying playing the final game of the season. <laughs> exactly. He maybe just thought this is half had enough of this season, as you have, I think, Marco. Yeah, and he just thought I'll true. just hang up my boots a, a, a week early. But no, that that's going to be. I mean, I think Lazio are pretty much safe in a European. Mm. Place, you know, where they've got, they've also got, uh, well, they play, you know, one of these teams with nothing left to play for on Monday night, Juventus, I think. And, uh, you know, so, so they probably will go to a point where they're unassailable in, in fifth place. Um, but then after that, there is still a fight, although, you know, the way uh, results panned out 
over the weekend was the dream ticket for Fiorentina fans because um, our record against Atalanta is better. Um, so if we did finish on level points, so effectively all we need to do, I, I don't like saying this because I know it curses it, but all Fiorentina need to do to guarantee European football, I believe, is beat already safe Sampdoria on on Monday night. Now any any Fiorentina fan listening will be making all the gestures and signs <laughs> of <laughs> to ward off to ward off bad luck because it has it has fallen that way um just because of Atalanta getting beaten. You know, the one the one in danger it might be Roma because they're just about putting all their eggs into this um, conference oh, league final, yeah. you know, because they are they are slipping down with without offending any Venezia fans in the vicinity. It, it was a bit of a blow not to take not to take the full three points off, you know, ten men. And, and as you say, I did see it was there was a lot of woodwork involved, but you know, nonetheless, um, they would have expected not in normal circumstances, I think, to take the the three points out of that. So they, you know, they've given themselves a bit of a a sweat possibly for for Europe because they, you know, they think Torino on the last day. Not that again, you know that they should get something out of that if they if they need it, but but they are putting a bit extra pressure on themselves um, to get that conference lead. So, so uh, you know another another battle going down to the final day, which uh, you know obviously I'm not neutral on this. I'm not going to pretend. I'm hoping that Fiorentina get as high up the table as they can to you know to get the best European football possible. But you know um, from from outsiders looking in, it's going to be another exciting final day probably. Yeah, and obviously um, by the time that game was played, uh, Venezia were already officially relegated thanks to Salernitana's draw with Empoli earlier in the day. Um, which, oh, you know, it's been coming for a few weeks. We've we've discussed <laughs> the, the, the impending uh, relegation many a time. It is a shame, I think, that, you know, we took four points off Roma. Okay, I might say the point was slightly lucky, but, um, uh, you know, we took six points of Bologna, but then against Salernitana, against Spezia, against Udinese, we couldn't get any points, and that's really where the season has has done us. It, it, because it's funny, as bad as we've been, you know, on a run of losing ten games or eleven games or whatever it was, we still had a chance, and that tells you something. You know, if we had managed to hang hang on to a couple of these games where we lost in the ninety fifth minute or something, then. We would be playing Cagliari at home next week with the chance of staying yeah, up. So yeah, I'd, I'd, it's frustrating. I, I don't want to. I don't want to insult you, but you know the bar was so low this season yeah, that, exactly. that I, I look back just to see, and you know it, it, potentially Salernitana could be safe with thirty-one points. That's mm-hmm. that would be lower than any team in the in the in the twenty-team. Serie A, three, mm-hmm. three points for a win era, that would be the lowest ever um, total yeah. that anybody's been saved by. The last time anyone was saved by with that total points was in the Calciopoli season when I think Messina were saved. And, you know, so it, it shows that, you know, that <laughs> without, as I say, the quality of those four teams fighting for it has been desperate. So you're right, anything against any of those lower yeah. tier teams would have at least given Venezia a, a, a fighting chance. Um, as it is, I mean, you could still have a say in who comes down with you. I, I wanted to ask you this, Mark, if you were a Venezia defender, 
on in this final day game now now to set the scene Salernitana are playing Udinese mm-hmm. um, and Venezia are playing Cagliari now the news filters through from Salerno in a shock that Udinese are ahead would you boot the ball into your own net in order to relegate to relegate Salernitana along with you or are you, you happy you know enough what? to take Cagliari down what, what's I mean, you know my feelings about Salernitana. I've, I've voiced them very much on this podcast. So um, I'm not sure to put it in my net, but I might not be making the strongest tackle on the on the Calgary attacker. No, I mean, I, I, I don't really care who goes down with us. It's just disappointing that, that we've gone down. And as you say, that I think these other teams are absolute rubbish, <laughs> which isn't to say we aren't, but, you know, it's a shame that we couldn't just hang on and... and take it to the last day of the season to see what happens but um, it's interesting though Salernitana for all the run I mean they are at home to Udinese so you think they'll win but um, Cagliari have uh, they've got they both I think they drew both games 1-1 but they've got a better goal difference is that the second I think I think or? you're right yeah yeah, uh-huh, yeah. so it could, it could come although I think now is there a way I think is there two points between them I don't think they can finish level now I think there's only way Oh no, they could. I suppose if they drew, if they drew, I suppose if yeah, they drew right enough, yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose yeah. if they drew right enough, then it could, it could be. You no, know, it's another one that will be interesting. Again, as you say, if the news comes through from one place yeah. that one team's winning, you know, so if if Marco Rinaldi puts the ball in his own net in Venice very early on, then it could heap the pressure on Salernitana. So you know, as I say, having said that, it's a low bar. Um, nonetheless, it's going to be another battle that will come down to the to the the final the final day. Um, but at least, I mean, at least I think in amongst these teams, I think Venezia winning the battle on social media for how they've responded to this this know, whole crisis is just... that is that your feeling too, Marco? <laughs> I know you. I know you're just saying this to wind me up. No, I can't. I can't actually. I know it, it, Venezia are very. Their their Twitter account along I think Roma have a similar sort of Twitter account where it's very cool and very uh, hip with what it says on on social media and you know acts like a a person and all this sort of stuff. But when I saw them tweeting congrats to Salernitana, it took a lot of heart and stuff. I mean, honestly, I doubt any Venezia fan feels that way. So for the club Twitter account to be Putting something like that out is just nonsense, Frank. It, it feels a bit. It did feel a bit tone deaf to me, to your own, to your own support. You know, I mean, very, very gracious, very gentlemanly, very un, yeah, very un Italian. I would, exactly. I would suggest. Who cares about that? This is football. Yeah, I, I, I have no desire to be gentlemanly about it. As as regular listeners will will understand. No, I I think it is a bit tone deaf and it's interesting that they don't do that on their Italian account but they do it on their English account. It's it's very much a sort of brand building thing. But their their whole social media thing they they come out I mean I, I'm probably going to end up being blocked by it because I have started responding to it with just queries about what the hell they're going on about but um the, the, the you know it's partly brand building. This week they were advertising some new you can buy exclusive venezia swimming shorts or a a, a a a swimming suit if you're a lady for the bargain price the shorts are of 240 euros 
are we an online shop guar- instead of a football guar- club? Guaranteed to drop down after a year. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so there you go. I, no, it is, it is odd. I mean, that is, I've noticed some of the people that sort of having a, you know, the people who've been saying good riddance to Venezia have had a go at the sort of, the hip, I don't care if you're yeah. a hipster club and your mm-hmm. your kit looks good or whatever. And, you know, and ultimately, I guess, for fans, for, for, you know, it's one thing, you've got to balance that in the reaching out mm-hmm. to new fans. But I don't think you should alienate, you know, it'd be a bad day, certainly, if you, you know, one of the last true faithful Venezia fans were to be put off by your own club's social media account. I did read one tweet they had something about it like this is not a funeral it's a it's a resurrection or something you know, it, it, I know. It, they, they like to sound profound it, 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 it seemed it seemed as i say it, it maybe in time people come round to that sort of view but it was too too soon i think you know you just fought all your way back up to you know to to say yeah so you know keep stum and 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 let fans kind of come to terms with it in their own time and then then at the start of the Next season, you know, when it's then it can be the the resurrection time and the time to yeah, the time absolutely. the time to build again. But it's a difficult thing. Not you know, not all clubs get it right, and and then you know, the, I think Fiorentina are actually doing not too badly with it now. You know that, but there were times certainly in the past where you know it it, it wasn't great. And always, I think that kind of trying to be your cool pal or whatever yeah. it it can just not work sometimes you know it's just mm-hmm. it's easier i mean i think the the automated approach or the just the, the more straightforward approach is is more is more easy and and less likely to offend but you know i appreciate that doesn't gather you millions of millions of followers so but the, the bottom line i think is you know be good um to your your core fans first and worry about worry about new audiences second i think and do- yeah i mean i think that's certainly certainly what i think yeah the the, the posts that they've had over the past few weeks have been quite annoying uh, as a as a fan of the club but anyway as you say over the summer, we will rebuild, and then I won't mind these sort of resurrection type tweets as we as we build up a whole new squad of foreigners that I don't know <laughs> from around from around the, the 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 more obscure parts of the world. I suspect it's a but, it's yeah. a good education for you, though, Marco. Exactly. You find out countries you didn't even know existed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But we'll still keep Dennis Johnson. I'm uh, sure. Ho- I do sport. hope so. I do hope so. He's been <laughs> one of my favourites this season. So I saw him have actually. I saw that, that he he was involved in the potential last gasp winner at, at Roma, was. wasn't he? I mean, I wasn't quite sure. Did he do? The, I mean, he seemed to do the right thing, but Hap seemed to do the wrong thing. I, I, mean, I think was, was actually, it? yeah, he did. He did do the right thing because no, and actually that. In the earlier in the season, he would have done the wrong thing, but he did. He did well, and then he played the pass well. I thought took the goalkeeper out of it, but unfortunately, um, couldn't the Haps couldn't get the ball. So, yeah, it was. He has he's actually not had a bad end to the season, I suppose. So I'm I'm bad mouthing him unfairly. Yeah, well, yeah, and he could be the man that will bring you back up. So don't be too harsh. On exactly. Him. Don't be too harsh on him yet. Um, but anyway, enough of that. We're, we've got uh, obviously a very exciting final week of the season coming up, and we will, of course, be here to talk all about it next week and tell you all about Salernitana's relegation. 
Absolutely, I'll, I'll look forward to it when, when Venezia score three own goals to send them down. <laughs> what talking material, what discussions we'll have. Right, see you then. <laughs>